Hey, how's it going, everyone? This is Pastor Jeremy, the next-gen pastor at Piedmont Church. Uh, today, Pastor Chris is going to be explaining to us a little bit more about what Sabbath is and the application behind that. So let's go ahead and take a look into this. All right, what's going on, Piedmont Church? This is the Piedmont Podcast. Uh, we're just going to be talking a little bit about the series that we've been, where faith goes to work. And over the past couple weeks, Pastor Chris has been walking us through what that looks like. Pastor Chris, do you want to kind of give us a little catch-up on everything that you've talked about? Yeah, yeah. So we've been in a series. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks for hosting, man. Yeah, of course. Of course. We've been in a series called Faith Goes to Work, like you said, and kind of just been unpacking the ideas of what it looks like for us to uh, work and rest in the Lord. And really, um, for the first four weeks, we kind of just talked about God creating a sense of order in the world and everything and then giving us a sense of order. Um, And then... How do we function in the order now that we're broken and the mm-hmm. fall has come in and sin has come in? And then last week, uh, we really honed in on the idea of rest and most specifically in Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And this idea, a uh, biblical thing from the Old Testament that some would say is a New Testament thing and that some, I guess, wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, that's where we've kind of been talking about. This idea, the in case you missed it, you sh- I should encourage you, number one, to go back and listen to our sermons uh, online, not because they're mine, but because I think they give you some context of what we're talking about. Uh, but really, this idea of Sabbath, uh, the word originally in Hebrew was Shabbat. I think it literally translates to like cease, to stop. And so it's this biblical idea that God models for us in Genesis, where he creates the world in six days, and on the seventh day he rests. And then sets this plan up, even makes it one of the commandments, and then ties it to, you know, the covenantal law and and Mosaic law and all these things, and and kind of sets the people of God apart by saying, hey, if on the seventh day, you'll rest. And so traditionally, uh, what the Israelites, people of God did is like Friday night, they, as soon as the sun went down, they rested, they ceased, they stopped till Saturday evening. And that looked a bunch of different ways. And then obviously as time goes in, or time goes on, uh, humanity makes it more difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, <laughs> Jesus comes in and he says, hey, I've come to give you rest, is what we see in Matthew chapter 11. We talked about for a while. And so we then started wrestling in, with what is this idea to mean find rest? He says, come and find rest in me. But hey, by the way, when you do that, you're going to take my yoke upon you and you're going to kind of become my apprentice. And so there's this idea of following the ways he did. And he kept the Sabbath in some ways, uh, in in many ways. Um, Maybe not in the traditional sense, uh, like we'd always think, because he taught on the Sabbath. He healed on the Sabbath. There are Mm -hmm. things he definitely ruffled some feathers of some of those great Pharisaical and Sadduceical leaders um, in the Old Testament uh, people. And right there on on his time, that kind of new new borderline New Testament Jew, I guess, and then last week we, we, we kind of unpacked how did the apostles take this. And then in Acts 15, the Jerusalem Council, um, they made it really clear that like, hey, the Sabbath is still kind of a thing. But Gentiles maybe don't have to keep it in the same 
way. And so we we wrestled with what does this look like? And I think ultimately the scripture kind of teaches that in in Christ in this new covenant, the Sabbath is a great thing to do. Maybe it's not a must have. Maybe it's no no longer like this um, command that if you break it, everything is broken. Some would like to say it is. Uh, you know, I think the way I look at it is the spirit of the law versus the letter of the law. Um, mm-hmm. When Jesus comes in, he summarizes all the you know the the commandments and love God, love people. Kind of quoting the Ten Commandments and the Shema there, and he summarizes all of those commandments into love God, love people. And one of them is the Sabbath. Now, m- most of us still adhere to at least nine of these. Mm-hmm. Like, Jeremy, it's a good thing not to kill anybody, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. good thing not to covet. It's a good thing to honor your father, father and mother. You should love God and, you know, don't use his name in vain. Like, we'll go through the list. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we get to that fourth commandment in the Sabbath, we're like, ah, we're in Christ. We're good, right? (laughs) And uh, I really think what Jesus kind of set out to teach and to model, and the apostles approve in Acts 15, you see it other places in the New Testament, is the letter of the law that maybe the Jews learned, or or I guess not learned, but kind of twisted over time uh, of the Sabbath, uh, is no longer in existence, but the spirit of the Sabbath, this idea of sitting and resting and following Jesus um, for all of our days, but specifically setting one aside so we can have a great rhythm, is certainly there. And so now that I've preached another little mini sermon, <laughs> in case uh, those of you are listening, you've already listened to them, uh, I know that a big part of this conversation for us is, uh, and us meaning like Christians, um, and certainly Piedmont, is what does this look like in our life? Yeah. Okay, so we, we certainly think there's a Sabbath, but I guess there's a big question of application, right? Yeah, I think a lot of people get very confused in this area, and even, I would say even pastors get confused, because I still remember when I was at Liberty University, a guest pastor came into one of our student ministry classes, And he started talking about Sabbath. Mm. And someone asked, so how do you Sabbath? Like, Mm. what does that look like? And he told us, he said, my Sabbath is on Saturday morning. I just get on my Xbox and I just game. I don't do anything. (laughs) I tell my wife, don't come up. Don't talk to me. This is my Sabbath. And I remember thinking, I'm like, that doesn't sound right. But I, I can't tell him why he's wrong because I didn't even really know what Sabbath was growing up, I thought Sabbath was going to church. And yeah. so I couldn't, I couldn't judge him for that. That's right. So, yeah. but so simplistically put, uh, application of the Sabbath is finding rest in God. But I think that is where it kind of gets a little tricky is mm. how do you, how do you actually find that rest in God and what are kind of the motives behind what you're doing in that scenario? Yeah. So before we continue and, and wrestle this, I, I want to recommend another podcast. Okay. Just <laughs> one episode of it specifically. So last week we talked about John Mark Comer's book, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Great book. You should read it. Uh, a podcast that he was on with a, a, another guy um, named Jeff, uh, Jefferson Bethke. You may know him. He got famous like, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. He had a really cool like spoken word Um if you Google him, you'll probably find it because it's probably got millions of views now. But yeah. the the podcast is Fight H- Hustle, End Hurry. Uh, 
Uh, and then it's episode five. And it's called Sabbath. And it's like 25 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of these guys practice what they preach with a Sabbath. And um, whereas I am beginning to practice what I preached with a Sabbath, mm-hmm. they have been doing it for <laughs> some time. Uh, so uh, just to be clear, like this idea of Sabbath, like my wife and I started wrestling with it probably only like three or four months. So we're still in the early stages because mm-hmm. I've right alongside of most Christians, like just kind of gone through my faith thinking, oh, we're good. We don't need it. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, I guess life or whatever through the spirit of God has just kind of shown me like maybe he built another way. And so mm-hmm. in that uh <laughs> taking the transition that Jeremy gave me earlier with application, um, I think what would be helpful, whatever we want us to hear is scenarios, kind of like, mm-hmm. what can we do? What can't we do? And so before we kind of go through that, I do want to say I, I opened up and hopefully you heard um, in Christ, we no longer follow the letter of the law to, to the way that, you know, maybe they did in the old Testament. Mm-hmm. It's more of the spirit of the law. Now that's not to say that we just disobey the law. Um, like I said, we're not going to mur- murder people and all those things, but I do think, uh, s- some of the difficulties in this conversation will be, um, spirit of law for you, moral conscience for you, uh, and how God works in your heart. So we'll start off with some do's and don'ts, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I think one of the big ones, uh, I mentioned this past week, it, it's kind of like dieting or budgeting. Mm-hmm. You should start where you are, not start where you want to be. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about Sabbath, there's a lot that come and go, all right, I got to do nothing for 24 hours. Uh, Well, I would backpedal from that and say, first off, I wouldn't say nothing because that might not be rest. That might be a lot of work to Mm -hmm. do nothing. Uh, (laughs) Y'all see, have you, if you watch the Ghostbusters movie and it's Mm -hmm. like um, the, the, the bad guy at the end will be the thing that you think about. And then somebody thinks about like marshmallows at a campfire. Yeah. (laughs) Like doing nothing is hard unless you went to the marriage conference a couple weeks ago and they apparently all guys have a place in our in our brains where we yeah. can literally our nothing box our nothing box that's right <laughs> uh thank you yeah. johnny and Carla morton yeah uh but I, I think the idea of starting where you are not where you want to be is great for the sabbath and so i would maybe start small with a window of time mm-hmm. so the do would be choose three hours for three hours i'm gonna start doing something now a, a don't in that would be Choose three hours on a Friday night in the fall, and you're a football coach, mm. <laughs> right? Like that's not feasible. Yeah, that's, that's not gonna work, <laughs> right? That that's not doable. So for me, I Sabbath will never be on a Sunday mm-hmm. ever. And yeah. some people are going, "Wow, what about church? We're supposed to worship on Sunday." Yes, I worship mm-hmm. every Sunday. I love my job. But it is still a job. Mm-hmm. Like there's still things, Jeremy, you know, right? We get yeah, here it gets sun- stressful. Right? We get here on Sunday mornings and things don't work. And even if things are working beautifully, it is my job, my responsibility to get up and preach the word of God, to greet people and to go through all of the the tasks, making sure air conditioning works, making sure coffee's out, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe just leading other people to do those things. But either way, that's a job. Yeah. So Sunday mornings for me will never be that. So I've got to make sure that I'm planning when my Sabbath is going to be. It also won't be Monday, right? Mm-hmm. Because I work on Mondays. Yeah. And so there's a small window there for, for some of us. Um, I think another thing for us to understand with these do's and don'ts is we need to uh, kind of understand 
what it can be. Mm-hmm. So what your do's and don'ts are. And that's where we'll get to the scenarios in a minute. Um, but that is defined by how you defined rest in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't a hundred percent just like you can define it however you want to. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, well, I find rest in the Lord when I'm, you know, gambling on the stock market, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, like Bitcoin, it, cryptocurrency, yeah, something like that. <laughs> like, uh, I'm not saying those things are wrong. I'm just saying yeah. that's not rest in mm-hmm. the Lord. Uh, your mind is elsewhere. Your heart is elsewhere. You're not really focusing on those things. Uh, no, no more than when I'm preparing a sermon to mm-hmm. preach, I am not resting yeah. in Jesus. I'm connecting with him. I am worshiping him. Mm-hmm. But because my sole intention of that sermon is then to then go give it, and in my preparation, I am working. Mm-hmm. So is there an aspect of, like, I find rest, I find rejuvenation, I find all those things when I'm doing something, like, for me, preparing a sermon, so, i.e., my job? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find rest in Jesus. I don't know that it's the same kind of rest, though. Mm-hmm. I find a very different rest when I'm doing a quiet time that has nothing to do with anything I'm going to teach. Yeah. So we, we can't say if we're competitive, uh, and this will get into our first nitty-gritty, can we play sports? Mm. Jeremy, what, what do you think? Before I answer that, I was going to segment. I was about to segue myself, so I'm going to mm. give it to you. What about sports, Jeremy? I'm giving you a hard one. Yeah, so I think sports is a great thing. I love sports. I played a lot growing up, and I think one of the last times I was on the podcast, I talked about how one girl thought she had to quit sports because it took away time uh, from coming to church on Wednesday night. Yeah. And I told her, I said, hey, if you start, like, serving the Lord while you're on that team, like, I don't want you to come to church. Oh, like, I do want you to come to church. I'll say that. But you've been given such a bigger mission field. Mm. And, yeah, come to church because we want to invest in you. But I want you to be investing in those people that God has placed around you. But if you're just going there, doing practice, doing what everyone else is, then I don't see how you're expanding God's kingdom mm. in that aspect. Yeah. But are you saying, can you play sports like while you Sabbath? Yeah. Oh <laughs> man. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think you could say playing sports is your Sabbath because when you're playing sports, you're, the main objective is to win, is to beat the other team. Yeah. Like pretty much in all sports. And in order to do that, you're focusing on yourself. Yeah. Like how am I playing? How is my team playing? And so I, I just think there's too many me, we factors in there. And like, yeah, you can say like I point all the glory to God. Yeah. But I, I don't think that you're finding rest in God in that. I think you're trying to draw more attention to yourself. I will agree with you slightly. Okay. <laughs> just slightly. <laughs> just slightly. So I'm going to go back to the principle that I talked about, the the start where you are, not where you want to be. So uh, we have to, and, and, and I guess even the principle of what is rest. So um, do's and don'ts. So we got to define the sport, right? If mm-hmm. I'm playing team basketball, um, that's probably going to be very hard at any point to mm-hmm. truly have this idea of rest because that is an extremely competitive game. Um, even if you, i.e., play for, you know, quote unquote, play for fun, 
basketball is just one of those sports. I, I don't, I, you know, you see little kids play without keeping score, and the only reason mm-hmm. they do it is because they're terrible, right? It's <laughs> yeah. not. It's not because they don't like want to keep score. It's because mm-hmm. they're bad. Yeah. But <laughs> so I, I think something like that would be difficult. When you stretch it out to sports, I mean, ESPN has bowling as a sport, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, we have to widen that. I'll I, I use golf. I love golf. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think golf, for some people, could be in a beginning stage of doing the Sabbath thing a, a, a possibility. Okay. I, I would say if I – so, for me, I, like I told you, I just started doing the Sabbath thing. If I wanted to use it as – a Sabbath start for me. I think it could be okay under some certain, you know, kind of rules and boundaries. So right mm-hmm. now I haven't played golf in like five months. Yeah. So, um, it, I'm obviously not at the top of my game. I'm not necessarily out there competing all the time. So that plays a part. And if I'm playing it all the time, I don't think it's that special. One of mm-hmm. the things that Jefferson and John Mark talk about in Sabbath is, and I, I agree with them, uh, think of it almost as like if Sabbath is a holy day and Christmas is a holiday, which we it is a holy day as well. But, mm-hmm. you know, holiday kind of comes from this root of holy. Um, there's a lot of uh, traditions and cool things we build up around a holiday. We can mm-hmm. do those same things in, in Sabbath. And so one of them could be at the beginning, go play golf. And so I would say maybe try to like walk the course, not because... Uh, you can't use a cart or something like that because you probably drove to the, go- the golf course, mm-hmm. but because you probably find it a little more serene, it slows down. Like uh, I would say maybe don't keep score. I-, I think you can totally play golf and enjoy it if you're a golfer mm-hmm. and not keep score. Okay, I've done it. Uh, I enjoy it. For some, it's just the process of just being out on a kind of, you know, it's almost like being in nature um, and enjoying it. And that's where I think people would begin to miss, and that's why it might be a no. If you're Mm -hmm. just in nature, oh, I'm just enjoying God's creation, Mm -hmm. how are you actively giving him his worship and connecting with him? Mm -hmm. And so you would have to find um, some uh, maybe prayer walking moments during that, like some moments of like, kind of training yourself in those times it's almost like you've just moved your quiet time to that place because if you think about the actual sport of golf it it takes four and a half hours to play around Hmm. you're only hitting a golf ball for 30 minutes of that yeah so three and a half hours is you traveling to the next shot Mm -hmm. so there's a possibility that maybe early on you could do that i wouldn't say make a, a habit out of it yeah um Bowling, possibly. Most of us don't play it for, like, real sport anyway. Yeah. It's very much a hobby. It's leisure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably because we're all terrible at it. Uh, somebody's out there going, speak for yourself. I bowled a 300. Um, team sports would be, t- be tough. Mm-hmm. Individual sports, yeah. possibly. Yeah. I team, don't know. Team sports is what my mind goes to. Yeah. Because that's what I always have played. Yeah. I've never really played a uh, single-person sport. Yeah. So my mind went to like soccer, football, lacrosse. Yeah, and I mean I think it's those are those would be extremely tough. There's people out there that will make the argument that they can, and I hear that. I just think the ultimate purpose of um, Shabbat Sabbath is to like slow down and look at Jesus. Mm-hmm. So yeah, how are we slow down and looking at Jesus while I'm getting checked in lacrosse or yeah. soccer <laughs> or you know yeah um, you know whatever. 
Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of nitty gritty number one scenario of like, can you do sports? Eh, maybe early on, mm-hmm. but probably not too long, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. Do we have do you have another scenario for me? Uh, yeah. So you've mentioned one before, and uh, you mentioned hunting. I think. Uh-huh. Um, I I know. I've been out a lot because I've been in All Stars a lot this past yeah. month. I'm not sure if you've talked about hunting up on stage. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> so a lot of people have said hunting brings them peace because they're up in the deer stand. They're just surrounded by nature. So do you think hunting could be a scenario where one could have Sabbath? Yeah. So I'll start same same kind of premise. Like start where you are, not where you want to be. Um so maybe at the beginning, possibly, I don't think at the I, I don't think at the end the goal would be, and here's why: number one, you're killing something. Yeah, like the <laughs> ultimate goal of it is to kill, um, and Lord willing, it's to to then kill for food. Like you're not just hope, hopefully killing yeah. for sport, but you're mm-hmm. killing for food. And so, I just think your motivations there. Are going to be. I'm not saying because you can't kill or because you know you mm-hmm. can't prep or whatever. Like that's that's legalism. I'm saying your motivation, your heart behind it, is got nothing to do necessarily with straight on Jesus. Can you get a great quiet time sitting in a deer stand? Probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, not me. It's cold and and I don't want to be up at five o'clock in the morning doing that. But maybe you, maybe maybe some you listener out there, can connect with Jesus in that way. And I would say this, if you're in the middle of a great connection, maybe solitude, sitting with Jesus, and an eight-point buck walks by, would (laughs) your attention of Jesus be more than enough for you? Mm -hmm. Or would you have to stop to kill the eight-point buck? Yeah. If you you were in that position going, no, I'm going to kill that buck, which Mm -hmm. I understand you're hunting. That's what makes sense. Then I would say you're focusing on Jesus. Yeah, and you mm-hmm. go back to the sports thing, right? Like if I'm mid backswing and somehow God tells me to slow down, like I could probably do that. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. Um, hunting would be a difficult one mm-hmm. um, to 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 really up make the Sabbath approval list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so I'll ask you another one that I just thought of. But yeah. what about? So I'm I'm leaning towards. Uh, the age group that I normally teach. Yeah. Um, but what about studying? What about studying for school? Because I feel like a lot of students spend their time either doing sports for school yeah. and then studying. And so if they if they're very competitive, if they're in those team sports, and then the majority of their time throughout the entire week is now studying, do you think that they could find a Sabbath through studying? So I'm gonna to answer that, I'm gonna flip I'm gonna do s- a Socratical thing with you. So, um, for right now, let's pretend you're the student and mm-hmm. you can answer on behalf of all your students. Okay. You spend at least five days a week in school, mm-hmm. right? And then you're probably spending a, a decent amount of time on the weekend here and there to, to do school projects. Yeah. Would you venture to say that that's Saturday and Sunday or just one of the two? Um, it probably would depend yeah. on where you're at in school, how much workload you have, but you could probably get it done with it all in one day yeah. if you were a good student, yeah. which I was not. Yeah. But so, so real, yeah. realistically, probably what our students are doing is they're going to school five mm-hmm. days a week and 
then they many of them have sports, mm-hmm. and then they're probably doing an hour or so of work mm-hmm. at, at night. They're probably spending, according to most surveys we're reading, they're spending a lot of time on devices. Mm-hmm. So not just their phone, but Netflix. You know, they're they're spending a, a good amount of time on that. So if you looked at them and they're complaining to you, but I, and I just don't have enough time. What if you looked at them and said, "What if God literally only gave you six days then? Mm-hmm. Like, what what if instead of on the seventh day rested, it said there was no seventh day? Like it didn't yeah. it didn't even allude to it. Mm-hmm. You would likely find a way to get all the same stuff done. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how studies have even shown. Like work wise, I think you know back in the French Revolution, uh, France tried to go to like a ten day work week, like. Um, good. Yeah. I mean, every culture around the world, think about this, focuses and functions on a seven day week. Mm-hmm. Like, like Eastern, Western, like we all are Sunday to Saturday or you might start yeah. Monday, whatever it is, but seven days. And so the students saying, I, I don't have enough time. I would say you make enough time to do the things you want to do. And so if you were extremely uh, diligent and and putting all those things on the sixth day, you would find yourself in a boatload of freedom on the seventh mm-hmm. that you've never experienced. Yeah. Because what we're doing now, all of us, not just you, student, but all of us are spreading out our over um, scheduled and really busy lives and in hopes that we get little rest pockets in places. Mm-hmm. When in reality, what we most likely do is we just fill up all seven days. Yeah. And so one of the best things that we need to learn how to do is say no. Mm-hmm. Right? Like as a student, you maybe need to say no to not playing four sports or three yeah. sports. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. or if you're going to say yes to a sport, I think I said it week one in our sermon series, every yes has a thousand no's. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying yes to a sport, you have to say no to an iPad. Or you have to say no to a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Mm. Um, you all have choices to make. We Every adult has choices to make. And so every time we say yes, we have to say no. So I would say 100%, looking at from, starting from there, right? Mm-hmm. You cannot do homework. You cannot do schoolwork and literally call it rest. Yeah. There's no way. Could you read a book and call it rest? Absolutely. Could mm-hmm. I read a book and call it rest? No. Mm-hmm. Rest uh, Reading for me is work. Yeah, it, it is. Now, could I possibly read a fiction book? So I'm a nonfiction reader. Most mm-hmm. books I read are leadership or church or history. I don't think I've ever actually read besides like Hamlet or a couple of like Shakespearean novels and maybe some things that maybe read in school. But I, I don't think I've ever read for joy a, non, a, a fiction book. Hmm. And so there's a chance on my Sabbath I could try to do that. Um, and as I say, try, you might hear, well, he could work to do that. Keep in mind, Sabbath and the principles behind it are disciplines. Mm-hmm. There's a discipline in there. So uh, sitting and resting in the Lord, hopefully this takes some anxiety off your back, Christian, might be difficult at yeah. first <laughs> because you mm-hmm. have probably relied on your own flesh and your own self for so many things that God is saying, why? Come to me and rest. Take my yoke. It's a lot easier. So that long-winded answer to your question of can we do our homework, the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's unequivocally. Yeah. 
Yeah, I will. I'll just add this that um, I think you can find worship in doing it. Sure. Through it as well. Because I just, my wife, I'm going to just brag on her for a second, but she came up to me uh, the other day and she was just showing me all the stuff that she's learning in med school. And she comes up, she's like, look how cool God is at how he created the human body. Yeah. And she's just going on and on about all the intricacies of it. And I'm just like, man, I'd be like, God, why'd you make it so complicated if yeah. I was in her shoes? And so it's like, that's awesome that she can do it. And I was just wondering if that's what mm. the direction you were going with, yeah. with how you could, uh, if you were diligent enough. I don't think you could because for me, I'm studying to get a good grade. Yeah, and for so, sure. And yeah. so that's why I just, I didn't know if from a different perspective yeah. you could see it somewhere different yeah i think the purpose behind school is mm-hmm. is great it's like purpose behind sports is to score and to win so yeah. the purpose behind school is to to learn and succeed with your grades mm-hmm. i wish it wasn't yeah. always graded <laughs> right i would have loved school back in the day if it was like oh can i just learn don't grade me on what i learn though yeah um so i know we've been long-winded so i'm gonna hit some of the other ones that we kind of talked about really quickly so yeah. you brought up video games um that's that's a that's a I think in the way that that professor did I no way oh there's yeah no chance. absolutely not <laughs> but do I think you could play a video game and call it rest maybe so mm. I mean there's a chance um what, are you know are you a single person are you family situation is it you bonding with your kid like um maybe bonding with your wife I, I don't know mm. um, the type of video game might play a part into it um you know uh, I don't know if Call of Duty would would <laughs> probably pass not for this <laughs> probably um, not. Uh, could you play a sports video game? That's a good question. Mm. Like, I'm not going to answer that one right here. I'm going to leave you on, let you, <laughs> let y'all figure that one on your own. Uh, but I, I definitely think, um, some principles, um, some people are always going to ask, like, can I do my laundry? Can I cut my grass? Can I, you know, work do, out? Yeah. Work out, do all these things. And I, I think they always goes back to, um, the purpose in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that you could ever justify doing your laundry. I mean, mm. I, I guess if you find it therapeutic, maybe, uh, are you reading scriptures over yourself? You're listening to worship music while you do it. Is that just what's helping you get through that? If that's true, then no, then obviously it's work. You don't enjoy it. Um, I think I've used the landscaping yard one before. I like doing yard work, but I think a lot of why I like doing it is because when I get done, I can kind of stand there as like the king of my domain, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. look what I have done. <laughs> and I think in that moment, I'm no longer resting in the Lord. I'm kind of resting in my own superiority in my own mm. look what I did moment. Yeah. Um, workout. I, what's the reason for doing it? You know, is, is it a good hike? Sure. Possibly is a good walk, run, getting your, your things moving. Great. Sure. Possibly you gotta be careful because mm. by working out, we're releasing endorphins and all these like dopamine hits and yeah. all these other things in our body. And so the question is, is that why you're doing it? So you can feel good. Um, is it is it like a need that you have to have? Uh, I, I think the overall principle should be, um, are you striving to connect with Jesus? Are you connecting with your friends, your family, just on a relational level, and then circling all of that back to Jesus? Um, and so maybe a, a big encouragement that I would have, this is what our family has done and will continue to try to do, is like have a meal with low lighting. We started with candles. We don't really do the candles thing because mm-hmm. – um, you got to have like so many for it to be bright enough. So yeah. <laughs> then I just feel like I'm in a medieval castle. Mm-hmm. So we got like a one soft lamp uh, with a soft bulb, like a kind of a dim yellow. 
and that's what we eat mm-hmm. dinner to. Uh, we d- we do that every night, but we definitely do it on the Sabbath night. And then playing playing games, talking to each other. Uh, I mean, the hurry is is real. So for me to be able to sit down and just like have a conversation with my kids and my wife, like, hey, how's your week? How's your life? How are you? That doesn't happen as much as you'd like mm-hmm. think think it would. Yeah. Um, we have to be very intentional with that because on weeknights. I can have that conversation in two minutes, and I'm like, "All right, we got to get ready. To, we got to clean the house. We got to get ready for bed. We got to do all these things. We got to read this book because if mm-hmm. I don't read this book to you, you're not going to pass." And you know, you know, blah blah blah. So um, it's slowing down and kind of going in in those routes. And maybe you're waking up on a Saturday morning or whatever Sunday morning for most of you probably, and you have a cup of coffee and you sit there and you just sit there for a few minutes mm-hmm. and just chill. And maybe you're staring out over the space and you're having solitude while trying to mentally connect and spiritually connect with Jesus and you're reading your Bible and all those things. Um, and then you get ready for church, but you, you leave yourself enough time to where you're not gonna be hurried. Mm-hmm. You try to strip away the expectations. And so that when your kids, you know, drop their juice at the last minute, like it's a look, this is the pastor. Mm-hmm. It is okay. If you're late to church, like, do I want you to be late? Absolutely not. <laughs> but it is not the end of the world. If you're late. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so the, don't stress, nobody is watching you. Um, I mean, people might turn your head if you rolled in at 11 AM. Sure. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> but Hey, uh, who cares? Right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you're not here to please me or them. So, mm-hmm. um, try your best. Uh, one of our core values is, you know, do everything with excellence at the church. And part of that is because that's what God's called us to do. Mm-hmm. So take small steps. Um, I don't know if you've got anything out of this podcast, Jeremy. I miss anything. I'm sure. I mean, there's so many like application things, and again, it goes down to like your own kind of moral compass within the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I, I think it just becomes very specific to each situation, and yeah. we could sit here all day coming up with different scenarios, and each scenario is going to be a little different. But so, what we could do is have people write down what they think yeah, it sure. is, or comment, or just let us know what they do. Yeah. To rest. I think the that. biggest thing that I would just say and trying to end uh, is that stop using excuses. Mm. We all are busy. We all have the hurry in our life. Mm-hmm. And so the question is, will you carve out time specifically to begin to slow down and connect with Jesus? Practice the spiritual disciplines uh, if you need help with those, you can email us. We will email you an entire list of what they are. Um, but will you slow down and to make an attempt to connect with Jesus and kind of recalibrate your week and ultimately recalibrate your life? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just it's it's easy to make excuses. Mm-hmm. It's easy to say that we're just busy all the time. But as you said earlier, it will take work to make a Sabbath for us That's to right. make sure that we're doing that so yeah but yeah thank you thank you chris for coming in and explaining that a little bit more i'm sure everyone wants to know a little bit more about sabbath because it's something that we hear about it's something that we could probably tell someone about but it's not something that we could probably easily do yeah. so thanks for coming in and uh kind of explain those things and clearing that up a bit that's right appreciate you having me yeah let's go lead people to love God, love people, and invest in his kingdom. Thank you.
As always, thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast and you think somebody else would like it, uh, you could do a couple things for us. You could absolutely rate and review us on whatever podcast uh, service you're listening to. But I think more importantly, what we would love is for you to maybe text that friend, send this episode to them. Uh, We want to reach people, but we want to do it on an individual basis. And so so if you think this would be a great tool uh, for a friend of yours, why don't you just send them this, send them a quick text message or email and say, hey, I thought about you when listening to this and I thought you'd love this. So thanks again. Now go lead people to love God, love people and invest in his kingdom. We will see you in a couple of weeks.